Chub Crickety Creek. <laughs> Chub Creaky. One. I'm not drunk. I'm just. It's morning. <laughs> and I was trying to yawn for effect, and I can't. It's, it's amazing. I am tired. I just woke up uh, half an hour ago. It's actually 8 30. I slept in. But I have the day off, and I feel like podcasting. So I'm going to try to yawn again. I just can't. <laughs> okay, anyway, Chub Creek 164. Way back when, when we didn't have to think, come on in, don't be a dick. The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm. On the banks of Chub Creek. Chub uh, hey, so I bought a violin. I've never played it before. I just tuned it. I know how to do the tuning. That's correct. G-D-A-E, and I've just been using this online tuner, see? That's the G. Oh, it doesn't sound right anymore. Hang on. Rosin, you have to rub rosin on the bow, so I've done that, which is like a chunk of it's like waxing a ski. It's actually anyway. I thought I'd share this with you. Oh, it's neat! Wow, it's really delicate. Thank you. 
Oh, you know how long it's been since uh, that I've been waiting to hear this sound? Feels like it's been frosty, freezing, frigid, frickin' cold forever. So, just going through a nice, well-deserved, well-needed hike through a place called Terracotta. I haven't even started. I'm starting pausing by the little babbling brook. Anyway, we'll chat, we'll chat in a bit. I think that's... I think that's red-winged blackbirds. They must only do that noise at a certain time of year because I don't remember it. They, just a minute ago, they were doing the normal noise. Is that cool how they have a repertoire? That's, uh, I forget, I know that one. <laughs> What's that? Isn't that cool? Like three, three different calls, right? Man, if I had a better, mem better memory, I probably heard that and looked it up and figured it out. So it is a beautiful, warm spring day. It's 14 degrees today, which would be maybe hmm, 60. And uh, the air is, is moist and a little soft breeze. It's just perfect. I, it's too hot for my coat almost. So, been waiting for this big time. It's, everything's brown still, and there's a little bit of snow, but not much. It's mostly just bare, mucky soil. Um, um, what's I gonna say? Must have been not important. really still suddenly. Um, I've, suddenly. I've been here so many times. I don't know how many times. Maybe not so many. Maybe three times. I guess that's not a lot. But because you spend so much time here, it feels like you've been here. You know, when you spend a whole day walking somewhere, you get to know it a little bit. And uh, This one, every time I come here, I'm kind of... I forgot... When I pulled up, I forgot the, that it has uh, uh, sometimes a self-serve pain. So I, I, I'm one of those, I'm the kind of person that feels really guilty when they don't you know, drop the pay envelope and something like that where it's a honor system. So I, drew, I first drove through and then I, I thought, oh, I drove back and I happened to have a roll of quarters in the glove box, so... And I find their stupid envelopes, and they're all wet. And I put my quarters, and, uh, and I had a, enough quarters to make up the six bucks. And I dropped them. <laughs> I had to write my license plate and the date in two places, and rip it off, put it on my dash, and you know, drop it in the slot, which I couldn't find at first. And I finally find the slot, and I go to drop the envelope in, and because the envelope's wet, the <laughs> the coins. <laughs> the top of the envelope is open, but also the side, so... And about six of them slid into a... Perfectly into this little metal hole that was, uh... That made up the post that held up the 
slot that you put the envelope in. I'm not sure if you can picture that. Oh, look at this beautiful little butterfly. Hang on. That's that makes you want to pee sound. It's really still. I had a fun little chat with Ken from the Scarborough. It's Ken the Scarborough dude from the Dixon Janes. And about 10 other podcasts he's doing. <laughs> um, it was an interesting little conversation. He, he had me thinking because at first he was just uh, mentioning the uh, laughable history lesson from the last one on 163 I think and I wish I was just saying I wish I knew more of history but uh, I do I do really enjoy reading about um, ancient history I probably mentioned which would be you know the Roman era and uh, some of the um, history of England uh, and the monarchy monarchy of England I find really interesting whoa this is really muddy here. <laughs> a minute ago I was standing there looking at the map and uh, a group of three hikers approached. I'll get back to Canada. It just reminded me, um, you ever know when someone's obviously interested in you and you're just not interested back? I had one of those and uh, you know, this, this woman, she wouldn't stop talking to me and and she my camera, and she's really very nice, and I just felt bad because all I was thinking was, I need to get out of here. <laughs> stop, stop talking to me, I need to go. That's terrible, right? But it happens sometimes, and it's you know, everyone goes through it, one side of that or the other side, and it's just a human condition, isn't it? Brave though, to just to start chatting with somebody. I admire that. I actually don't almost ever do that. Unless I actually have something. This is the thing. I just don't like small talk. If I have something to actually say that I think might be interesting, I'll say it. Just striking up a conversation. I don't really want to. (laughs) I don't want want to talk to you. (laughs) Anyway. um, So Ken, he was... um, just being very kind uh, he often mentions the uh, the old Chub Creek with, with Gary and me and uh, he, he's very flattering he talks about it like it's some kind of a thing like like he called it the gold standard and you know it's so funny to, to hear that point of view because first of all you know nobody heard, nobody's heard of it nobody listened to it but there's this little kind of tiny segment of people that really appreciated it. And, and it was great. It was golden for, for that. But to be honest, you know, when I think back about those, my goal for the original Chub Creek really was just to showcase how, how much of a hilarious goof my friend Gary is. And, but, and I've always kind of played... I don't know, sidekick to, to his humor. I've always mostly just laughed at him, but always tried to tried to participate, you know, tried to be funny like him. And so when I look back now at Chub Creek, it's the old Chub Creek. It was more of that to me. And um, I, I feel kind of embarrassed by it. I feel like 
Oh, Dave, just be yourself. Look, I, I'm, I, I don't... Number one, I thought it was too filthy. We were swearing too much. I, and that really embarrasses me now. And two, um, I'm not an entertainer. I'm just not one, and I don't want to be one. I don't want to be a comedian. I don't want to be a stand-up, you know, comedy guy. Um, I know I'm not going to be a musician. I'm never going to be professional. So all the things that we were doing were really just for me, me, me wanting to play in Gary's arena because he's just so funny. And he's so goofy and he's not ashamed of it. But I'm not like that. You know, I'm, I I enjoy. You know, we did skits and stuff, and I do enjoy doing that once in a while. But even that, to me, when I do Ed and Ethel, it's it's a stretch for me because I feel like. These recordings, any recording you do like this, whether it's a podcast or whether you're just recording something or videotaping yourself or whatever, that's in his. That goes down, you know. That's you down forever in history. It's really pretty sounds here. And I, what I don't like is the idea of laying something down permanently that isn't really truthful. You know, and I, and I, feel, I kind of feel like. The old days when we used to do all the goofy stuff and all the music, you know, it was fun, but it wasn't honest. I would, if, I feel like if somebody I know that doesn't know that side of me heard that, they'd go, "What do you think you are? What, what do you think you're doing with that? That's not you, you know." And I, it bothers me. I want, I want to be honest, you know. I, I would like you, like if if he was asking me. Another thing Ken says, he's, he says this is an acquired taste, this kind of podcast, or my podcast in particular, and, and I'm sure he's right, um, but he, I think he thinks it's because, um, I'm just trying to decide which way to go, because for so long it was some other thing, and now it's what it is now, and he says, one comment that interested me is he says he's not sure who I'm doing it for, he says he knows that I'm doing it sort of for my kids and my parents, which is part of it, but the, the, those those people are in my mind really as kind of a barometer to keep myself honest uh, and to not say anything I'm ashamed of, really. And, and it's not like I'm trying to be ultra-censored. It's that I want to really feel proud, or at least okay, if not proud, with the stuff I'm saying, and the, those two kind of chunks, um, those barometers, those people, are are a really good way for me to do that. So it's not like I'm doing this for them completely. I'm really doing it for me, and I just I love the idea of of you. Um, enjoying it in any way because if you are you're just enjoying being with boring old me and I like that you know I'm not making stuff up I'm not being a ham or if I am being a ham it's you know it's rare but it's there anyway I think that I think that it it was interesting to think about because it forced me to kind of confront uh, my feelings about old versus new so yeah when I look back at the old Chub Creek I'm, I'm actually kind of both thrilled and horrified by it, if that makes any sense. And, you know, and another thing, though, about it, if, if it ever did become hugely popular, 
maybe I think differently. Maybe I think, okay, maybe I can be funny. Maybe we can do, you know, goofy things and music and not feel stupid. But it felt stupid for some reason. <sighs> Doing it just for kind of more or less for ourselves. Uh, anyway, I'm overthinking, obviously, which is a word I hate, but... Uh, anyway, I, I know that uh, many people have emailed me telling me how much they miss that stuff, and and I appreciate it, but uh, <laughs> it's just, like I said, just it's not really me. Not that you care, but I do. I care about that. Squishy mud here. But uh, I thought it would be fun to either visit with or Skype or whatever with... Uh, with Ken to chat about that because for him I know that he said this I know that uh, the idea of him doing a podcast that his family would listen to would end the thing it wouldn't he wouldn't be able to be and I'm going to say Ken that's a persona I don't think that's really you that's that's a persona I don't think that you would be able to do that persona and not feel weird or embarrassed so that's kind of what it is it's I feel like no matter what happens You know, like, I don't like people that I know listening to this, but if they did, I wouldn't be horrified. You know, I wouldn't leave the country and take on another name. I'd be okay, you know? It's not what I want, because it's personal. I don't want to broadcast all my personal stuff to my, you know, my coworkers and my casual friends, and I don't, I don't want that. But, uh, yeah, because if I did, it wouldn't be the end of the world. And that's kind of, that's what it really is. I feel like if you're going to put something out there, do something that's really you. Not that I'm... That's, that's my instruction to me, not to you. Anyway. Oh, there's a plane. And a duck.
There's a little uh, red squirrel. And he makes a funny noise when he's not happy at me at all. Listen, see if I can get him to do it. Perform when I ask. See you later, loser. Not today. You can just feel everything slowly coming alive. I was just climbing a very mild hill there and noticing my heart rate going up, and uh, that reminds me I never did finish that story about this uh, kind of worry I had about my heart and the tests I had. And uh, it's all fine, I'm fine. And, uh, but what was, I don't know if you've ever done this. Have you ever done a heart stress test? That was the final step, the uh, measure your heart. And they use uh, ultrasound while you're on a treadmill. And uh, wow, they get you going up to, um, or at least for my age, they got me going up to 160, uh, five beats a minute. And uh, I, I had a hard time getting that high. Finally, I get to 166, and it just felt like my heart was going to explode. It was just boom, 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 boom. But uh, it felt good because they didn't, they actually said, you don't have to go all the way to, you know, but I wanted to because it was kind of a challenge. And I wanted to know that I could do it. And, um, I was kind of happy that it took me a while to get there. Um, you know, maybe five minutes of walking on this treadmill as they made it harder and harder. Or maybe even longer, which is neat. But uh, anyway, I haven't heard anything, so that no news is good news. Uh, I think the doctor was a little bit disgusted with me, actually, because I go in there and I, he's asking me all these questions about. He's a you know he's a heart specialist. And he's asking me what's the why are you here? What pain are you having? And are you having any kind of dizziness and stuff? And I was like, actually, no, I'm fine. There's no, I don't have, I don't even think. Anything's wrong. And he says, well, why are you here? Then? And I said, well, my doctor is being careful, right? Because I had a, a scare. I went to the hospital and probably shouldn't have, but I was worried. I was panicking. I was having a heart attack because of dizziness and pains I was having. And looking back, it just seemed so silly. But uh, you could tell he wasn't all that sympathetic. <laughs> he was taking a valuable time for people that really need it but let's see uh, pros and cons of the healthcare system here um, which I was very grateful for I have to tell you not having to worry about thousands of dollars of debt just from 
making sure I wasn't dying. You know? Anyways, makes me want to exercise more, so this is part of it. I'm actually thinking I'm going to get an exercise bike too, um, just so that I can spend some time during the week. I don't like walking around town because it's just so urban and boring and not fun for me, so we'll see. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, another plane. I was just trying to capture it, but it's hard to. Um, you have to do a 360. Actually, I'll do a panorama, but um, <clears throat> excuse me, there's so much damage from that big frost we had or that big ice storm which loaded down all the little trees with uh, tons and tons of, of heavy ice and so I'm standing here in the middle of this forest uh, don't know what kind maples and all the big trees have you know big branches broken off but all the little ones are bent right over in a u-shape and as far as the eye can see it's just like McDonald signs Little M's everywhere. Loops of trees that are bent right to the ground. And uh, it's quite amazing. I've never seen anything like it. And so throughout my whole walk here, it's just filled, obviously they've thrown the branches off to the side, and there's piles from that, but there's piles and piles and piles of dead wood from the, from those that ice storm. It must be part of the natural cycle, I imagine, but uh, it sure looks like it hurts. You know, the trees just look like they're... Their backs are bent, and uh, their limbs are broken. It's kind of sad. Uh, but I'm interested to see how it grows uh, over when it starts up again. I'm just going to do a 360, or a 180, I guess. That's a nice sound. Turn you up. Um, I wonder why people start start a sentence with um is that because that's all part of that whole being feeling like squirmy when you are making people waiting people uh, making people wait for you to talk so that's what that is it's me feeling this silence and letting you know I'm about to talk I guess part of it uh, I had something to say, and I've distracted myself. Oh, <laughs> I was just doing a panoramic shot, and uh, it's hard to do because you have to twist, you know. And uh, I just reminded myself of this photographer, which I hopefully I'll remember to drop in here the name of him. He's uh, created a box that he installed on top of his uh, on a pole on top of his bike, so he can film himself while he's riding his bike, but from above. But not just him, he, he actually, I uh, think, he attached six cameras to this little uh, impromptu device. Or I don't know if I was impromptu. And uh, so it films all 360 degrees uh, in all directions. I don't know if that's more than 360. I don't know what you call that. It's all the way around and all the way over you, too. Above, below, left and right. And uh, the result makes him look like He's riding his bike on a tiny little globe that just revolves, and it's fascinating. I'll try to find a link to that and drop it in the show notes if you want to see. Um, but I would love to do that. And, and then what? What do I do? 
all these things that you do now, like all my, it seems like my photography doesn't have a purpose except for to post it on social networking sites. And that's a dumb purpose. God, everywhere I look, there's these bent, it's amazing, these U-shaped trees. Hey, a bug hit my head. Not used to that. Not looking forward to that. I dropped my hat. No, there it is. The bugs are annoying. And the bees are starting to wake up, I guess. That's one reason I love the spring, is it's so free of bugs. And you get into July and August, and it's just saturated. It takes away from the enjoyment. All the mosquitoes and wasps and stuff. And hornets and... <laughs> I give myself the creeps. Bees and... Um, horse flies. Just, it's just that when they buzz into your head, that's what bothers me. Didn't bother me any other way. I wonder why that is. Anyway, I'm rambling. I'll shut up for a minute. Wow, it's a tree. The tree that snapped in half. It's got to be an arm's length around. Whole half of it snapped off. Wow. Did a fun thing. I uh, I tried <clears throat> some really cool bone-like old trees that have fallen around here. Lots of them, like skeletons everywhere here. Big, big trees that have fallen, and uh, not from this year, but from over the years. And uh, it's kind of fun to shoot the a picture of the tree like it was still standing, even though it's on its uh, on its side. And it just makes for an interesting perspective, kind of to show the tree upright and the whole world is sideways kind of neat I'll see how that turns out I did an Instagram if you want to follow me on Instagram follow me on Instagram it's uh, what is it Spoon Dave Square Picks <laughs> um, I enjoy having followers on Instagram uh, it was neat Let's get, you can have a look at that if you want to see how that looked just a bit fell there Ooh, a pink trail. I could take the pink trail. Or I could continue. I see a little pile of rocks. Somebody's piled up some rocks on a stump to look like a... I don't remember the name. What do you call that thing? Oh, jeez. It's a... You know what I mean? A pile of rocks that looks like a man. Well, this one doesn't look like a man. It just looks like a pile of rocks. Anyway, I'm going to take a picture of it. For no reason. I'll just I'll probably delete it later. At the top of a long valley with a river at the bottom, I guess that's the credit river, I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking more about uh my com my my chat conversation on Facebook with Ken and uh and about my Reaction to who I do this for, I was just rethinking that. And uh, I initially, I think I said it to you, I think I just do it, I said that I do it for myself and and for those people who I know listen, which is just, it is true. But when I think about it a little deeper, I get a lot of, it isn't really just that. It's not just a diary. It's not, uh, it's not about becoming famous. 
It's not about, um, maybe it's a little bit about being loved for sure, but it's not that. It's, I get a little feeling of happiness knowing that, you know, you, whoever you happen to be, have, uh, have a, a thing, you know, an extra thing in your life. Even if it's just a little bit of, uh, quiet time to be outdoors with me, that gives me some happiness. So it's a little bit of, actually, <laughs> I'm kind of proud to say there's a little bit of unselfishness in this. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, it does, like, I don't know. I guess the romantic idea is, uh, uh, somebody feeling like they have a friend no matter what there's this you know and I think I think that because I've felt that you know I've I've I was saying to Ken I'm not the best podcast listener I'm a terrible example of somebody who listens I listen very infrequently and not to very many uh especially lately because I've been uh, on several other missions to fill up my spare time which has pushed podcasting out other than doing my own which is very selfish but it's the truth um The, I forget where I was going with that. The, the romantic idea is that somebody actually feels like they have a friend, and I've yeah, and I've I've I have had that. And I've had that feeling, um, and I just found it very karma positive. There's something about it, isn't there? There's there's something about uh, spending time with somebody in your earphones. And you probably have reached out and connected with them. Like many of you reached out to me and uh, and said hello. And it's just a little bit uh, different, isn't it? Than listening to some radio thing. And you know that zillions of people are listening and you're probably nothing to them. It's a little different, this, isn't it? Where you know that if you reached out to me, I'm, I'm almost certainly going to reach back. And... That's personal. It's a more personal interaction. And, uh, and it isn't even a big deal. It's just a little thing. It's a little thing. You know, sometimes I move away from doing this for a while and I come back to it and I, it's not any tragedy. You know, it's not... It's all fine. It's hot. I've got my jacket off. I zipped up my pockets so I don't lose something. I'm a paranoid when I throw my jacket over my shoulder. Like, oh, my electronics. My, if you turn my coat upside down, you get a, 500 different things will fall out of it. All, all electronic. Okay, where, where do I go now then? This trail sort of ended. It's just saying, you are leaving Terracotta. Oh, okay, better not go that way. <laughs> Which way then? Oh, hell. Start. So there's a little arrow, which could be pointing left. Could be pointing right. It's hard to say. Could be pointing back where it came from. And it's pink and it says start. Okay. I really don't know. And there's two ways it could be pointing. <laughs> you figure if it's your job to make things clear 
for someone who maybe, you know, maybe they're dying of thirst and they've gotten lost and they're out here depending. It's the only reason you you would need these stupid arrows is if you really, really need them. And why not make it clear? You know, this... Uh, I should take a picture of this because it's just so funny. This arrow could be completely... It's completely meaningless. So I'm going to randomly go left instead. So what I've been doing, I've been doing almost... Almost 30 minutes. I'll do a little more. And then we'll say... Uh, we'll say see you later for the day. For the week or month or whatever. It's so nice out. Hope you're getting out. Okay, I'm gonna go this way. Forgot to mention yesterday. Oh my God! What a crappy day I had. I had to take a day off work because um, yes, the day before yesterday at work, I was um, I had a little, you know, just a little headache. I took a like a single Advil kind of a headache. And it was kind of bugging me, but not that bad. And I was so tired. So I was really weirdly tired, even though I got a lot of sleep. Um, and that was that. I got through the day. I went home. I had relatively normal dinner and I had a couple of uh, a couple of beers one of them was a Scottish stout and the other one was uh, something else I had one of those weird beers I've been buying I say that because I think maybe it's something to do with it but uh, so I go to sleep and it, my dreams were or my sleep was kind of perv- perv- pervaded pervaded pervasive pervaded what's the what's the word for what's the word for infused with filled with whoa really muddy here gotta be careful ah shit my feet got wet inside damn it it wasn't even that deep um with pain because of my head and my head got worse and worse until the point it woke me up at about two or three in the morning and it was like a surrounding your whole head kind of pain uh, and God, it hurt, and it just made me feel horrible. I couldn't think. I was a little bit dizzy and a little bit nauseated. Not enough to barf, but... And uh, I got back to sleep, and I finally woke up at 5 or 6 in the morning, and uh, still in this awful pain, and just to the point where I really didn't even want to move. It's like the worst... It felt like the worst hangover of your life, you know? And uh, I didn't even want to move. So I kind of lean over and... T- sent an email saying, you know, you're not going to see me today. And uh, I took a single Tylenol a couple of hours later after I got up. And uh, just, I didn't want to take any pills because I didn't, I wanted to know what the hell it was and how long it's going to last. And uh, It sort of faded as the day went on and and left me kind of dizzy all day. It was just the weirdest. I've kind of had them before, but it really reminded me of a hangover. And that feeling was familiar, but just a little more... Oh, shit, this is really deep mud. More severe. Um, anyway, that was a little bit of trivia about my 
Oh, now where am I going? Put my head in. So what do you think that was? Dad gets migraines, and he, he, he describes them differently, and he's down for the count for days. It wasn't that, I don't think. Um, and I hope it isn't that, because, uh, God, he suffered for years until he got finally started to take those horse pills they give you to get 100 bucks a pop to get rid of it. It's pretty swans. Or, sorry, not swans, geese. Um, but, but a couple of, uh, some kind of a duck with a white back. And as it flies, you see a flash of white. I'll try to get a picture of it. Oh, geez. The uh, trail is uh, underwater. <laughs> have to cross the treacherous trail underwater. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, that's really underwater. Somewhat of a stick here. Oh shit. I'll tip so. These are waterproof, sort of. Oh. <laughs> Crap. All right, yay boots. I actually stayed dry. There you go, lesson number one bring boots that actually can submerge without getting your feet wet. Cool. So I think I'm heading the right direction. It now sends, says, Starts and ends, but there's also more pink. I don't know. I'm just going this way. <sighs> anyway, so I, I hope you get something out of this. I'm glad you're here. Really glad you're here with me. As hokey as that is, it's still true. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch up with you next week, okay? All right. I love you. I miss you. And who knows, I may even kiss you, huh? <laughs> Unless you got whiskers. See ya. Bye.